0: who could use food to support those who need it most. Please get in touch at food.cloud. What if we started again, reimagined it all, decided that plastic can have a second life, to be a bottle, a bag, or even a 3D-printed part of a beating heart tomorrow? What if we said it's better if it's been used before? Repack is 3,400 Irish businesses working to help Ireland recycle 50% of all plastic by 2025. When you recycle, you're a Team Green too. Repack Team Green. Reimagine.
1: The Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM.
2: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Delighted you could join us for the Big Red Bench on this Sunday evening. My name is Roy O'Hagan. We are here on 7 p.m. And what a busy show we have for you today. Plenty happening. We're going to have reaction from Castle Road, where Sarsfields is a crowned Senior Camogie champions. Huge congrats to them. We're going to talk uh, to uh, Blarney and to Newcestown after their drawing game today in the Senior A Final. We'll talk to Aha Bullog after their win today in the Intermediate A Final. That was on down in Paraky Cleave as well today. Cork City had uh, a win on the road today, winning 2-0 away to ECD, their manager Richie Holland is going to join us on the line very very shortly indeed and we have the first part of our interview with the legend that is Sean O'Gohalpin you're listening to The Big Red Ben Sean Corks Red FM Delighted! You could join us on the big red bench. Plenty to get through on the show. Let's go through all the results uh, for the day. We'll start uh, down at Castle Road, where, as I mentioned, Sarsfields, the SE Systems Senior Camogie Champions, they've beaten Shandoon in the decider at Castle Road, one eleven to nine points, was the final score. There, we're going to hear from them in just a little bit. As I mentioned, all square between Blarney and Newcestown in and the Superstore scene Senior hurling Championship final this afternoon. Finished Blarney one sixteen at Newcestown at nineteen points. Now Blarney has the ball in the net right at the death. The referee, though, had blown up for full time. So, John O'Shea, who's down there for us, will be joining us on the line in a couple of minutes to talk to us about that. Uh, Bullock have beaten Middleton meanwhile in the intermediate A final 317 to 219. Cork City uh, back in action today. The Rebel Army in Belfield uh, to play UCD. They won 2 0 Joe, Brian Whitmarsh, and Rory Keating with the goals there for the Rebel Army Delighted to say their manager Richie Holland joins us uh, live now on the team bus uh, heading back from the game I suppose Richie always better heading down the M8 with three points in the back pocket I guess
1: Yeah yeah no it's um, it's, a, it's a good win you know the performance wasn't of what we expect in terms of on the ball and stuff that but just for the group itself it's great to, to win and keep the team sheet
2: yeah, it's been a kind of a, I suppose a crazy weekend for you with games being called off and rescheduled almost uh, at last minute I suppose it was it kind of um, I suppose hard to get out of the blocks today as a result of that?
1: Yeah, look there's been a few factors since since we played last really we've had a sickness in the camp as well and a few of the boys have been down with it as well you know and it's, um, it's kind of interrupted kind of the, the training week this week and um, obviously one or two boys there were uh, wrote today and Rory Keaton, um, Rory Keaton was down with uh, with a sickness as well during the week which probably he wouldn't have played on Friday night so it just shows again what he's all about, you know. He came into and he, he did a late session yesterday and he's um, he's come and scored again, you know.
2: Yeah, talk to me about Rory Keaton. I mean like player of the month for September, that was announced during the week and took a really, really nice goal today.
1: Yeah, you know, what, he's he's a little bit disappointed. He, he, he has an added to that as well. He's, he's had one or two other opportunities as well, you know. But um, look, when he when he goes in, when he goes in one on one there, you, you back him all the time. You know, it's a great finish, it's a great goal.
2: Yeah, and for Joe O'Brien Whitmarsh as well to get on the target as well, Richie. It's uh, fantastic to see him back among the goals.
1: Yeah, look, Joe Joe's a really talented boy, and he's um he's been unlucky with injuries, you know. And you know, he, he's back in the team again today. Bit of a little, little bit of a different position for him today, you know. playing off Keats uh, a little bit higher, and I asked him to kind of play close to the Keats rather than dropping in and stuff out. But again, look, he's um, he, he, he's a good trend for the goal, you know, and um, in fairness, it, it's, it's great technique for the goal.
2: Yeah, six, six points back. behind Sligo Rovers now, Richie, after that result. Not impossible. I mean, like, there's still like uh, hope that you could avoid this relegation playoff.
1: Look, Rory, look, I'm taking it one game at a, at a time really, you know, and I, I, I don't want to sound boring by saying that, but look, the situation I've come in and it's very late in the day and stuff like that, the, the main one for me is that we improve performances, you know, and we weren't quite at our best today but we won, you know, which is um, which is a positive and probably if we'd th- done that a little bit more through the season, we probably mightn't be in, in, in the position where, where we're at, you know, so look, obviously I'm looking to improve improve performances going, going forward, so hopefully we'll have a Better performance, and, and, and we can put up to Derry on Friday night. You know, yeah, that
2: should be a cracker Friday night. Derry City coming to turn us cross. Uh, Derry flying high in the table. It's going to be a tough game, but I suppose they're all tough games in the League of Ireland.
1: Yeah, look, you look at the quality Derry have in the, the, the squad they have. You know, they can take four or five players out of the team, and it, 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 they wouldn't um, weaken them at all. You know, they have a, a stacked squad full of full of um, proven winners. You know, and it's, um, it's good. Look, it's going to be a game to look forward to again at the cross. You know, and hopefully we get a crowd out again and. You see, the games just say patch and all that. We're, we're more than a match for the big teams in, in the division. We just, hopefully, we'll uh, have a bit of luck in the meeting and uh, we, we can get uh, take, take our chances in front of goal. You know?
2: All right, Richie, thanks for joining us today on the Big Red Bench. Thanks, Roy. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks, Richie. Uh, Richie Holland there, Correx City boss, joining us live on the team bus, heading back uh, from uh, there win today over UCG. It's Shemar and and United tonight. Eight o'clock is the start time for that one. Uh, at Villa Park, Aston Villa 3-1 up on West Ham, 76 minutes on the clock there. Celtic reclaim the sixth straight league win in the Scottish Premiership after beating Hearts 4-1 at Tynecastle. In the Women's Super League, uh, West Ham won, Liverpool won. Chelsea 4, Brighton 2, Everton 0, Manchester United 5, is how it finished um, earlier on today. And there's one more game left coming up at uh, quarter to seven this evening uh, in the final game being played uh, in the Women's Super League this evening that's Bristol City and Arsenal as I said quarter to seven uh, the start time for that game elsewhere today in rugby Leinster kicking off their campaign away to Glasgow Warriors it's ended in a defeat for the Blues who finished uh, Glasgow Warriors 43 Leinster 25 was how that finished uh, earlier on today meanwhile England flanker Tom Curry claims he was the victim of a racist slur during last night's World Cup semi-final defeat against South Africa. Curry brought the incident which involved South Africa hooker Bonhamby to the attention of the referee half an hour into the game. He'll now have until tomorrow morning to make a formal complaint. World Rugby could also choose to pursue the matter. South Africa said they're aware of the allegation and that they are reviewing the available evidence basketball in, uh, in the Missquote.e Super League it's a day victory for Catalysts uh, for the Matthews against Port Panthers at the Matthews Arena 8373 and a good win for Grand Credit Union Brunel who defeated DCU Mercy 87.58 today up at the uh, Parochial Hall elsewhere in Motorsport US Grand Prix taking place this evening uh, Ferrari Charlotte Clare starting on pole position and that race gets underway today at 8pm all right, we are going to start with a uh, Gaelic games. going to get a reaction very, very shortly. Uh, first, delighted to be joined on the line by our pal John O'Shea, who was covering the games for us down in Parky Cueve today. And I uh, just wanted to get a little bit more on what happened at the end of that Blarney and town game. John, I finished Blarney 116, town 19 points. But Blarney had the ball in the net.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, it was a real, uh, real you know, I, I'd say I thought I was actually blown for free out initially, and the, you can see there's the scenes of the celebration. They were kind of duly cut short, but I, 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 as I found out, just in the tunnel just of the game, they are talking to some of the some of the backroom teams from Blarney Newcestown. Apparently, the, the Blarney players were told as well that this is the last play by the referee Mark Matter So. Going by that, by going by kind of like that estimation, and it was a case I probably had to go directly in, or mm. the sideline cut had to go directly over the crossbar. It was that was the final play, so I'd say when it, when it came short, that was it, and it, it, the ref blew the full time whistle. But it, there definitely was a kind of bit of confusion because, like, you know, I'd say whether it was a free out or like Blair thought they had won, and then it was duly cut short, and ultimately, like, that was that, that was ultimately, I think, the, the referee's call that it was the final play. So I'd say. Unless Mark Coleman had directly scored from the sideline, course that that was in his eye So yeah, we're, we're ultimately we're going to a replay at, at the end of it on. Yeah, I can't imagine Blarney were too happy. Uh, no, like, but, and it's not so that like they're probably they're probably used to being involved in kind of contentious games. <laughs> now it's not the first time this year, obviously, with the Boyd Rovers. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think I think ultimately, it, even just from talking to the talking to Michael Barris from the from the Blarney management after the game he Felt as well, there were there was things that they could work on and improve in terms of their performance as well. So, like in that aspect, like you know, they were disappointed today. They're probably the right to have the opportunity to, to rectify it um, next Saturday evening in a replay. After the replay, it was announced afterwards that the game is going to be 5 pm next Saturday evening. The replay, uh, just after the the Premier Junior final between Kilmurray and the second team of the Bears. so it'll be. It'll be another opening for them, and the, it, it's probably something as well. From a loose stone perspective, they, it, it seem, it's nothing new in terms of playing week to week for them, going from one code to the other code. Like we'll play after fo- they had the football final coming up in a couple of weeks' time as well. So so like in terms of that, like it, it, it it being adaptable for that, like they they're well used to and well bettle battle hard and that, and so um it'll be it'll be a, a, a few days they'll have to dust themselves down and go again next Saturday evening.
2: Yeah, certainly will. I uh, just a word on the uh, the curtain raises, say, John, the intermediate A final Ahabulag beating Middleton today, three seventeen to two nineteen. Uh, I'd imagine fairly muted celebrations considering the Ahabullock footballers are very, very soon.
3: Yeah, you know, and that's—it's a testament even for these kind of small, you know, these kind of rural clubs like like Al Bullock as well. It's—it's it's remarkable how they kind of keep going week to week. Like a, a lot of the players that were playing today are going to be playing in that football final two weeks time. But like, it was a big deal so like because they—they—they—they they, they had lost in the final to Arrogan in, in 2020, so they—they they, they had been knocking on the door and uh, to to get over the line was meant a whole a whole lot to them as well. Like they had some super hurlers. Like Matthew Bradley was superb on the today. He everything he scored, everything he, he tried to score in, uh, went over the bar from freeze and from play, and like ultimately, like they're going they're going after they'll go again. Like I think even as the, the captain Shane Terence said in his speech, in the presentation, like we'll celebrate tonight. But then like I say back tomorrow now they'll, they'll they'll knock it down because they've a they've have, they've have a, they a big county final coming up um, the week after next against Mitchestown and I think that they'd be keen to end off a, a great year already with the double
2: it would be absolutely incredible stuff indeed. All right, John, thanks for joining us today from Porky Cueve. Sure, sure,
3: Thank, Thanks, Rory.
2: Thank you. Always a pleasure talking to uh, John O'Shea, one of the hardest working uh, people in the business. Uh, it's delighted to hear from uh, John. John covering the games for us today, expertly as per usual. Uh, we'll get reaction from both those games. I want to start, though, with Sarsfields and that win today over Shanzoon, uh, Sarsfield's crowned county champions today down at uh, Castle Road the SC Systems Senior Camogie Championship Final one eleven to 9 points was the final score there speaking of uh, one of the hardest working people in the business Mr John McCarthy uh, was down there today for us to get reaction and first we're going to hear from Sars player Cleena Lynch
4: Congratulations. That was some battle today, but um, fantastic all round team performance got you over the line. Yeah, oh my god, I think
5: that was our best performance to date. Like, every single person gave it 100%, like we knew they would, but it was needed to beat Chandu today because they're a formidable side, and it's just so glad the work paid off.
4: <laughs> last year, the big motivation?
5: Yeah, huge motivation. Like It's just the hurt from last year, we were so close but yet so far in the end, you know, and then to come back and have the same opponent, same pitch, nearly the same date, it was almost like a sequel, you know, so we're delighted to on the right side
4: Been a difficult time down here part of the world in the recent weeks but the crowd that came out today to support you must have been a fantastic boost
5: Yeah, no, a huge boost I was trying not to get caught up in it not to look around too much but there's so many familiar faces here today and it's just brilliant it's unbelievable and with the men last week like it's just great celebrations to be had
4: <laughs> oh. Finally, what will this do for this group?
5: Oh, I think it will just keep pushing us forward like it's so good like last year we were so close but we didn't get it now that this year we finally won I don't know, like the sky is the limit, really.
2: <laughs> well, Lisa, congratulations and well done.
5: Thanks so much. Thank you, thank
2: you. That's yes, Cynel Lynch Sarah Sarsfield, speaking to you after today's in over Shandu. And let's hear from uh, Lee Sarsfield's manager, Mr Tygo Murphy.
4: Uh, Tygo, first of all, congratulations. Uh, winning a county title is never easy, and certainly how difficult this championship was, but what did you think was the difference today between you and Shandu and considering last year?
6: Um, I suppose the start. I mean, we put a big emphasis on Being still in the game last year we were 1-4 to a point down after about 15 minutes and we were chasing the game and we did get back level but I suppose all our energy was getting back level we just couldn't get back ahead maybe and we ran out of steam towards the end but we really wanted to uh, stay in the game the first half we kind of we won the toss we said we'd play against the wind and it worked out well but you know um, tactics are always great when they work you know so but we were happy at the first half that was a platform made life a little bit difficult in the second half but we, we probably we got there in the end like you know so
4: the word that kept coming to my mind as I was watching was work great. I know he got that crucial goal in a low scoring game but half back line half forward line full back line all the way through work rate from start to finish was exceptional
6: yeah we put a huge emphasis on work rate put a huge emphasis on the team rather than individuals and in fairness the girls bought into it like our half hour line worked really hard in the first half delivered ball in inside four line did really well Lucy Allen was outstanding um, you know but as you're right I mean midfields, you know we brought Caitlin out there just to pick up their third midfielder and they all worked really really hard but yeah I'm so proud of them Then, but they've been working hard all year to be fair to them and again it's a panel I mean girls came on there and made a difference and there's a lot of girls who haven't come on and played but they've all bought into it and you know Shanduna forced us to raise our bar last year uh, we went back this year um, there was a couple of girls coming back for different reasons too, which kind of added a bit of competition to the panel. And those younger girls that were under 16 last year have pushed on another year, and there's a big difference in them. They were in, a lot of them were involved with Cork minors, so brought a lot of experience. So yeah, so we're, we're thrilled with them. Yeah.
4: And just finally, with all that's been going on off the pitch, how hard was it just to focus on on the Camogie? You know, it's a very, very difficult
6: thing to say. Very hard. Uh, I, there was a lot of stress this week for a lot of people with their houses and businesses. Um, there was a lot of stress for us, I suppose, trying to find somewhere to train, in Aaron's own in fairness were brilliant, they accommodated us. Um, but yeah, look, I said that to the girls beforehand. Today doesn't solve the problems for those people whose houses were flooded, but it might put a smile on their face for ten or fifteen minutes and take their mind off it for an hour. So that's at least we can bring some kind of solace to them. So it's always better to win than to lose, I suppose. So, but yeah, yeah, it's been a tough week. Congratulations, Noel, and hope you enjoy. It. Thanks, sir.
2: Very well said, there by Tyrod Murphy of Sarsfields after their win today over Shandoon. Let's hear from the Shandoon manager. That's Trevor Coleman.
4: Okay, Trevor, look, obvious disappointment. Um, Shandun, uh, you know, I've been on such a fantastic run, it's disappointing to lose any county final, but why do you put it down to? I mean, is there, I know it's very soon just after the final whistle, but was the spark
7: just not there today, especially in that opening quarter half? Yeah, I suppose. Look, we spoke about it during the week, uh, Jor, and to be fair, all year I, I, we just haven't got going. A lot of these goals, look, they, they are inter the county players i no point saying it; they're like they're talking about this split season, but I don't think it's right for the inter-county player. Like they'll be finished out; they will probably a week or two off. They're probably going to go back to Cork. Like these goals are on the go for three years, and even myself being involved with Cork, like I, I felt tired. I honestly did believe I felt tired coming into it. I'm three years on the go. You will finish. You might have a two or three weeks off, and then you're back into the inter-county season. But look, that, Jor, that's not an excuse. Simply. Wanted it more today. They were a credit to club, and it looked to be all what's gone on in the, in the last couple of days. Look, did they deserve it? You have to sometimes just put your hand up in sport and say, Yes, they dissolved it.
4: Um, you didn't get the customary goal that I would not normally see getting it at critical times in tight, ma- in, tight, in tight matches. That was crucial today. Their defence um, were very tenacious. They were they were marking the and closing it on that they didn't do last year. Do you think they learned a bit more from last year?
7: Oh, they, they obviously did, they learned massively. And to be fair, teams have not. Uh, this year it was a right battle every time we went out in the field. Everyone went defensive against us, and that's not disrespect to any teams coming up against us. I'd be the same if I was the manager on the opposite side. Go a bit defensive. And but the big thing that ours today is they stopped the ball going into our forwards, and that was from Walkret which was massive like they the hunger in their belly and to, to watch them look again it's probably good for Get that everyone says the club team's in there but like these girls that I've battled with the last four years with Shandone have an absolute credit to Corkmore and, and a credit to their clubs and a credit to Shandone like I just said it from there like a lot of them have two county medals in their in their back pocket if you were have said four years ago with Shandoun, they would have said we would have barely got a team together they're an absolute credit to deal with and I, I'd love to go into war them, but just today about another day
4: Um, you've raised the bar not just recently but over the last four years as you said I presume you're coming back to raise the bar again
7: uh, I don't think so John look I have uh, look I'm, as I said I'm on the go three years now between Cork and Shandoon and my own club I'm doing an awful lot my own club at the moment so look I have to reevaluate every situation uh, in the next couple of weeks I'm going to go on a holiday with the wife and take her away for <laughs> 10 days and then reevaluate the whole situation look it's tough having the daughters there as well and you know what I mean when it comes to the crunch so I, I, I need to look at everything John look uh, Camogie has been good to me I think I've given a lot to Camogie look I just need to reevaluate over the next few days and see what I do.
4: Okay, well, thanks for everything you've done for us here on the Big Red Bench, and we hope to see you again next season. I not say any word than that. Thanks, William
2: John. <laughs> he certainly has given a lot to Corcomogie. We'll That's Trevor Coleman there, uh, the Shandu manager, speaking after uh, today's to defeat to Sarsfields. Commiserations to them, and huge congratulations to Sarsfields on a fantastic victory today. Aston Villa have gone 4 1 up in that game against West Ham. Ollie Watkins uh, had gotten the third. Uh, for uh, Villa and it is I'm not sure who got the other one uh, Leon Bailey he's gotten the fourth goal there and there's just a minute left uh, of that game alright let's go uh, back to Porky Quivy we spoke to John about uh, the ending of that Blarney and uh, Town game um, Blarney thought they'd won it the ball was in the net the referee blew it up uh, confusion reigned afterwards uh, let's hear from Blarney boss uh, Michael Barrett speaking uh, to the assembled media after uh, the end of that game. My
8: life is a weekly We're yeah, getting. But uh, yeah, the use. Charlie Wilson said to me at the end of the game, he said we'd we'll be uh, like new We'll be out every week, now yeah, playing games, yeah. so we we're, getting we're, we're getting used to up. that. We did We're getting used to that We did. We uh, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, we they, stuck it? they stuck with us, and we always knew they would. Like, I mean, yeah. just a sort of final puck of a ball. That's yeah, it. Like yeah, things yeah. went there. You know, things coming down the line. They put on pressure there. They, we were up three points, and they. put Pulled us back and um, freshening finish up. Sure, I mean we had to get a point to equalise the game. That was it. There
0: was nothing between us. Wasn't it? No, nothing, nothing, nothing. What well, well, aspects of your
8: performance
0: would you uh, most happy with or least
8: happy with? I suppose looks like everything. I mean, we're, we we've another a chance. And that's the yeah. thing I'm most happy about. Yeah, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, I mean, we came back to to get a draw, and um, that's what I'm happy about. Um, But we've lost to work on. I mean, there's uh, things just didn't um, today, whether it was the occasion, whatever, with the lads. But I mean, we've plenty to work on for the week. Yeah. You know, maybe a week isn't enough of time, but we'll do our best anyway. Yeah, you know? Yeah, just just mean, we're still there. We're still there. We're still there. We're uh, doing okay. Wide open the replay. Well, look, look, replays are there to be won, and that's it, like. I mean, um, you know, as I said, this will be coming into our third week on the trot now again, so I mean, that's the way it's going, so that's grand. That's still standing. Still
3: standing. I'm you were to say, Michael, that. You think so? Is that that the, the,
8: the, the, you're? You have no the next week to The well. Well, you'd hope so. You'd hope so. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's it's on the it's on the pitch. It's yeah. the 60 minutes. That's when we, are, we have to to do it. So I mean, that um, you know, we we missed a few frees today. We missed a few. Um, we had a few bad wides. But I think we had nine wides in the first half again. And um, to be fair, it was that type of day. Maybe it was a sterling win. Nusa scored at seven wides at halftime. So, I mean, it was between us there. Like, there's nothing between us. But I mean, at the same time plenty to do I mean get the lads into recovery now tomorrow and um, you know try getting back into the int isn't about
3: fitness now; it's about getting him mentally prepared for the day yeah. and just to stand, like, um, yeah, so you had the ball on the net there like, right on full time what right. did was it, was it was the, the, the whistle go what was your uh, well, I,
8: I, I saw the, the chair inside when the ball went into the net other than that I didn't know but I mean speaking to Mark there he said he told the forwards that that was the last play Okay, so yeah. if the ball didn't go over the bar straight from the
3: the sideline, I presume he just blew it, and that was it. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. So no complaints. And, and just looking at to the replay. now, what kind of a game will you be expecting you know, next week? Again? Oh, same again. Same yeah.
8: again. I say that's what the pundits would like. That's what everyone would want.
3: Yeah, You know. Yeah, it's
2: Barry Boss Michael Brett there just explaining explain what happened uh, at the end of that game. There, telling Mark home, the referee, telling Mark Coleman that look, it's the last play. It doesn't go over. It's uh, that's it. It didn't go over. Ball in the, the net. The referee blown his whistle. Uh, let's hear from Charlie Wilson, News Boss. Give it a go as the yeah, man says. Yeah. Um and we
9: battled well. I thought yes, we did. we put in a fierce effort. We made a great game of it. Um like you could see that if they're given time and space that they will score yeah. and they'll do damage, but uh, I thought we would, we battled well and we were probably just looking for that goal that never came. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean,
0: they got an early goal and, and then you, you got to go three or four points, but after that you were chasing it all the time, weren't We were chasing you it you were, you were stuck with it, but you, yeah, you didn't go it, too far. Behind, yeah, there wasn't. Um, were you worried like
9: There was a bit of a winder against us yeah. in the first half yeah. and... Um, like fair, fair Jews, even if they got the goal and that, like we, we came back and we yeah, took yeah. point by point yeah. and we worked our way into it and we yeah. battled well.
5: Yeah.
9: Um And we knew there's more in us for the second half and we yeah, believed yeah. that and we we actually thought there might be a goal there for us and if yeah. we did it'd be, yeah, yeah. it'd be a different story. But look, we, we, we take it as it is. Right. And, and I, you went ahead in the
0: end and then just.
9: Like yeah, league, yeah, it yeah. looked it looked initially as if the timing was perfect. The timing was great, was But but that's the way those games go. Like things sort of, you you, you know, it's not over till he's blown. Like in the no what would be the most pleasing
0: aspect of your performance?
9: Like, I how? think overall we had. Oh, I think he's just all worked. Right? I think he's yeah. yeah. battling and, and working yeah. hard. And um, we know. All know that the Blarney have huge names, big names, yeah. all over the park and all the rest. But yeah. Yeah. we wouldn't be seen to have those. But yeah. we've honesty. Yeah. we
0: yeah. work. Yeah. And they were, they were strong favourites. I think going um, to the bookies anyway. They well, don't, do you know? No, I I don't
9: go to the bookies.
0: I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the thing is, do you, do you feel that it was kind of justified? Stop. I mean, you
9: beat them with a bottle. As they said, because they don't go to the bookies, they yeah. don't care yeah, about that sort of thing, it doesn't but make uh, any
0: difference. I mean, did, like, I mean, coming up, you must have felt you were in at least a fifty-fifty chance, didn't you?
9: But first supposed to let's go oh. to this way. We've been on the dogs all year. We were on the oh, dogs yeah. for the first round. We we're on the yeah. dogs for the second round. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. were probably favourites to beat. And courses, yeah, that yeah. was that was the entrance. We were yeah. underdogs for all the other games, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we'll be underdogs again the next day, because yeah, yeah. they'll be seen to have got the handle on us now. Yeah, yeah, but sure, it is what it is, and we're going to. So we're true. used to it. We six day turnaround is great. Like yeah. we're used to that. Yeah, yeah, we're used yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. This is only their second round so, of it so, so, we're, so after we're, we're after a few rounds of it,
0: yes. So you're going mm-hmm. to play mm-hmm. for
9: the confidence? We are, of course. Yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't we? Oh yeah, yeah. Like you can see the way our we put in a shift there. Like we don't mind our a half, we go for it. And one thing for sure, you won't be easily
0: beaten. Yeah. No, I mean, no, thankfully,
9: thankfully, 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 uh, um, these fellows have learned what part part the no stone spirit is like and they're yeah. not going to give in at all, that. Thank you yeah. very much.
3: Just uh, um, on the replay, pledge, uh, what kind of a game are you be
9: expecting next week? In the Actually, look, there's no two ways about it. They've loads of hurling and it's on to us to work as hard as we can and look, we, we'll... Um, I suppose some people would, would consider us lucky, we'd consider ourselves unlucky, as I said, 90 seconds to go, and we were up a pint. We, if we could just get something to follow that, like it, it, would, it would have been ours, but that's the way it goes. Like, we, we've no problems with that. Yeah. Um, I've no doubt they'll come out firing and trying to put us away early and things like that, and we've come across that before, so sure they did that today, and we, we still came back, so we'll yeah. do it again. Yeah,
3: and I think that's... I, to, I mean, they would tell you with the football as well. You know, there, there, there 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 must be a real kind of pleasure field to the coach as well, like the, the resilience, they you know, doing so, doing so well this year in both courts, Yeah, but. I suppose
9: based off of last year, we we were disappointed with ourselves and things like that. We felt there was more in us, and I, I think the players stood up, and I think the of the players, as a unit, 20 today, or whether we play the bear 15, you're going to get that sheer effort out of them anyway, whatever Yeah,
3: and the fact even with, with the replays, well, next week though, that they're you're probably they're so used to moving away from kind of hurling to football, you're like, does it make less the draw? That they, they're used to already as well. There's, you, know, uh, yeah. you
9: know, there's an initial disappointment there. Like after 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 coming away with a draw, but have no doubt the opposition are the same as us in, in that respect. So uh, we'll turn them around again in the next couple of days, and we'll come over to bounce on our step, and we'll we'll go at it and we'll go at it hard again.
2: Nice that's Charles, Speaking to John after uh, today's draw up Blarney replay, as John was uh, mentioning, set for next Friday evening at five o'clock. Uh, before that uh, game, uh, Bullock defeated Middleton in the Intermediate A final, three seventeen to two nineteen. Their manager is Michael McGrath. The
10: second half we look to be getting in control but then Ferris Middleton came right back at it and we had to scramble in and, and just get over the line barely get over the line then. relief in the end massive relief that was what yeah. it, was, it was more than anything that was the feeling it was just pure relief Just right a right. free yeah on ah uh, yeah look Matthew and, Matthew and Shane they, they share yeah. the freeze between them and um I full confidence in either of them and look yeah. it's easy to say it now but I had confidence in a very good role yeah. Um what does it mean all together? I mean, ah, it's, it's massive. It's massive, and look hopefully the footballers. It's, it's a massive mental push for the footballers as well. Yes. Um, but it, it's not just this year. It was the last who were involved the last couple of years. Tom, Brian and Ray, Dennis. Like it's all a combination of a couple of years coming together, and hopefully we can use this as a stepping stone for other stuff, for other years that we're ahead. To, um, I, to, um, just little,
3: how special like, a group of players this to work with? You know, I mean, going well in both codes after football two weeks time, then winning the hurling today. I mean, it must be kind of a special group of players yeah, to, to each other Yeah they are to be fair.
10: They're a great bunch. Um fabulous bunch. There's no egos, no individuals, they work as a team and um, they're very easy to work with and anything we ask them they do it. So they're a fabulous bunch. Fabulous yeah.
3: bunch. And I think they kinda of showed their character even, even the half stages there, Joe, and um Middleton kinda of read the back level, you know, they, they didn't panic, they they kept so they, they just kept sticking to their job and
10: they fixed it off. To be fair, and I suppose that's because of the, the tough championship it is, that you, you build up that resilience and that's they not order to get that resilience. You finished the podcast, finally. Well, you must have been happy enough. A half time we were happy enough yeah we were happy enough I suppose Middleton got the goal and um, it was the perfect response and I think that helped us uh, finish strongly in the first I yeah,
0: yeah. think you were you, you were the most you were the most you have to give Middleton
10: the most you have to give Middleton you have to had a tough week with whatever about the hurling but outside that they had a tough week so we knew they were going to come strong and um, they, never, they never died and, and look they could have they nicked it just as easy as us at the end
2: so I have boss there Michael McGrath speaking after uh, today today's winning class, they're paying tribute uh, to Middleton especially considering uh, the week that they have had and uh, the same as Harrisfields as well uh, but yeah, I have all look victorious today in the uh, opening game down in Parky. Right, We're going to take a quick break, when we come back the first part of our interview with a legendary Sean This Miss the show?
1: Grab the Big Red Bench podcast at redfm.ie ah! Ah! Cork's Red FM Missed the show? Grab the Big Red Bench podcast at redfm.ie. The
0: Big Red Bench.
2: Now, earlier in the week, I had the immense pleasure of sitting down with a legend that is Mr. Sean Halpine He needs absolutely no introduction. You know who he is, but just in case... Three all-in titles, Little Lee McCarthy Cup, this captain, six monster titles, one of those in football, two league titles, three all-stars, one of the best players to have ever picked up a hurly father from, from man and mother from Fiji, neither a, stru- a hurling stronghold. The piercing legend, and above all else, just an incredibly nice guy. Now, I sat down with Sean Ogg for about an hour and we covered uh, a very wide range of topics from his uh, new career with Procure.ie, his core career, the state of Gellet Games in the north side of Cork City, uh, being involved with the Mons Hearty Cup team this year and plenty more as well. We're going to play part one of our chat today, part two next week as well. And I thoroughly enjoyed my conversation with Sean Og and I hope you do too. All right, delighted to be joined in studios in Corryhen, in Cork, Red FM, by a man who needs no introduction at all, Mr. Sean O'Galligan. Sean are is there?
11: Rory, good morning to you.
2: Gromila Margaret, does that talk to Stock enough?
11: Ah, to fall to rope, boy. Gudas, tashi gudas, very
2: kind, lad. Gromila Margaret, ah, come here, boy. Um, tell us. Um, we'll talk with Gil again in a second, but like, you spent so much of your, your professional career working in a bank. You're now working for Procure.ie. How has that change been, and how have you adapted to that
11: yeah um I mean um as you mentioned there when you work in a bank um also bank in my case for the last you know twenty years um you become institutionalized in a lot of ways, and you think i mean that's gonna be your job until you're till you hit age retirement in your yeah, mid sixties yeah. like you know and then um 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 so change when you're so fixed on something can be you know difficult to transition um and I'm I'm find my feet, you know gradually in my new role I suppose the only thing um that has helped me know inor- enormously is um procure.ie, where you know Ireland's largest utility consultants for businesses mm. for a lot of my banking career I would have dealt with businesses you know I would have lent out to businesses so um, I'm dealing with the same type of customers you know which has been hugely beneficial it's just the conversations is different you know I'm selling a different product compared to what I was doing in the bank so just trying to upskill myself um, and having the knowledge and the new products that I'm trying to you know Mm -hmm. um, um, when I say sell ultimately I'm trying to sell but it's I, 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 I'm trying to sell a benefit to the to the customer because what procure.ie is we help lower energy bills for businesses out there, and mm-hmm. it's been and that's vital in this day and age with the cost of when the, Absolutely. I mean, life was going well, yeah. I mean, life was going so well until COVID, right? But in particularly in the, in the energy space, life was going so well until Putin decided yeah. to go into Ukraine and then. Everything has skyrocketed. Um, electricity and gas being no different. And um, and the NASA space that all company are in, procure. we do review on, you know, energy costs for businesses, just businesses only, and see if we can ultimately save the money um, in the end of the day. And, yeah, I mean, uh, no, same... Like no, no, same two customers. No, two customers are the same. Do you know, it's a case by case basis. But like, like we can save up to forty percent of you know people's electricity or gas bills. Okay. So, like as you said,
2: you were in the bank for over twenty years. There must be that kind of sense of trepidation, I suppose, stepping into the unknown. I guess.
11: I mean, yeah. um When people are comfortable, they don't want change or they don't want to. Do you know. Um, to go into new routine because it's just easier to Yeah. Stay as is um because you know the mundane workings of your um um of your position already. But like um um but anyways um you find out more about yourself. I mean you develop more you know um by trying other new stuff. Um um I mean I compare it to on the hurling field where you're playing half back for most of your career and the manager says, Look, there's no position for your half back, mm. there's an opening for you at midfield or cornerback and um you just roll up your sleeves and you try and adjust to it. And mm. that's what I'm literally trying to do. Do you know what I mean? Um um what's the word? These is pivot, is it? Yeah. So I'm just pivoting. <laughs> Pivoting to new career and and uh, and then do you know what? There's an element in that where it's exciting because you're going into the unknown a small bit. Um, I mean, you're learning something new every day, and it's great to have um, uh, like a growth mindset. Do you know what I mean? As yeah. opposed to fixed mindset, because if you're in a fixed mindset, you never know your capabilities. Do you know, or your limits if you don't kind of step out of the small bit. So, um, um. And it's a freshness as well, doing something new, mm-hmm. you know, and um, uh, and it's been good, Rory, so far, yeah, it's been good. I've just been re-engaging with uh, a lot of people that I would have dealt with in the bank, re-engaging with a lot of people that I would have dealt with outside the bank, you know, um, um, in other areas of life and um, uh, and it, it, it's it been good. Speaking of re-engaging, you were at Parky Cueve yesterday for the 25th anniversary of that uh, Cork the 21 team. I was indeed, and it was a great afternoon. Um, um, It's funny. um, uh, Still in my mind, I remember the 1997-98 campaign as if it was yesterday, and then re-engaging with teammates, you know, that I hadn't seen. They're like, okay, probably the majority of them, we all successfully went down and played Cena with Cork um in fact like a lot of us well not a lot of us but I'd say about six or seven of us won all our Uncenas with Cork the year after in 1999 and and then the same guys then would have been the mainstay of the Cork teams you know in the 0 zeros, um um but it was more the other guys that didn't, you know, play a scene of a cork afterwards. They would have had, you know, very good careers with their clubs. Do you know what I mean? Kind of, um, but just to catch up with them and see how life is, you know, going with them um, was great. And um, and people like people have to realize their own. Then like the the Cork scene hurling landscape, you know, as, like clear but dominant. Mm. Back then on the Jorlocnan, um, I'd seen. A level we had a few false dawns where you know we were going to make the breakthrough, and then Clare would beat you in a 2 you know, Munster semi-final, and then not alone would they beat you, but they, they, they'd like they'd beat you well. So um, um, and then what kept the spirits, I suppose, of the hurling, um, uh. Uh, of the hurling situation and Cork, up was those 221 victories yeah. and and then when you look at the calibre and the quality players that came do you know what I mean like that like, transition to senior level um, it was a very successful period and um, um, and then when you dig in deeper Rory and then maybe this is the bigger picture and I know it's been well spoken and everyone kind of knows the significance of it a lot of old guys would have came off uh, would have come off the back of very successful school teams. Um you had Don Log, Mickey O'Connell, uh who gone to Middleton CBS, they had won a Hartley Cup in nineteen ninety five. Mm. Um I was part of a Northman Hartley Cup team in ninety four. Um so you had Brian Hurley, myself, John Anderson, Kieran O'Callan. Kevin Egan involved with them. You had Timmy Mack who'd come off a very successful Hearty Cup campaign with Coleman St. Coleman's for my Luke Mannix as well. So um, um, it was a great time for Cork schools, which had a correlation then with the underage, you know, kind of, and and then and then oddly enough, um, people would ask you, well. Who were your main threat or competitors at Rage And probably the first county will come into mind would be Kilkenny because yeah we had great battles with them at senior level. It was actually more Kilkenny; it was Galway, mm. um, and we beat Galway in like we beat Galway in the All Ireland final in 1997 and 1998. Um, 1997 was probably pleasing and then there was this, there was this retribution with it because galway had beaten beaten us in the minors three years previous to that mm-hmm. so it was good to good to get one back on um galway um um and another uh another pleasing fact is um ourselves in galway still have a good relationship yeah, every yeah. 10 years we meet up for reunions okay. like yeah um um galway came Galway came down for the 10 year reunion. Um, So I think we're going to try and organise, you know, and then repay a trip up to Galway. And yeah, um, which is great to see, Uh, Rory, because, you know, um, I mean, sport is very competitive and so it should be, but there's the human side to it afterwards. And, you know, um, um, and then it's good to have that connection still, like, you know. Um, SARS won yesterday um,
2: in the year that they've had with Teddy Mac passing away you could just say it was almost written in the stars but no better way to pay tribute
11: to a great man than go off and win the title Ah look it was it was it was it, 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 it was class what you know um, SARS did yesterday and it was even more classier um, because the songboys that have been coming you know after the victory that definitely Teddy Mac was in you know was in the front and centre of their minds um, uh when they were trying to win it yesterday and um um I mean so fitting um probably I wouldn't have heard of SARS or many people in the country wouldn't have heard of SARS only for yeah. Teddy Max exploits, you know, on the hurling and football pitch. And um I know there's been great SARS players over the years, but Teddy is there. Yeah. He's like he's he, um he's their trailblazer like yeah. and always will be like, you know, and um um and it's amazing when, you know, um uh emotionally when you're looking for that extra one or two percent, you know, um it's 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 amazing kind of and powerful when you have motivation like that, like, you know, to do it for a former, you know, club great. And and in Good Adam um that is storming last quarter to the game and Probably a, a deserving winner, was just about because Middleton, you know, um Middleton gave a good game, like you know what I mean, kind of for most of the sixty minutes. And I suppose, I mean, there was only two points in it, you know, puck of a ball, really, yeah. uh, between it. And um, um, I, um, I think when SARS managed to, when they, when they managed to convert. Do you know their chances and the scores better in the second half. Mm. That was probably the difference because they were probably creating the same chances in the first half, um, but weren't taking them or they had to work extra hard to get their scores. Um, uh but I thought I I thought their fitness and running capacity was off the charts. You know, and if that game had it went down for another twenty minutes, I'd say they would have probably would have pulled yeah. away further. So congratulations to them. Um you would have to say, looking back to the championship, Sars and Middleton were probably the two deserving teams to be in the final. They were, you know, most consistent. All right, both of them rode their luck in the semi-final to where Sars had to go through extra time to beat them Achille. And did it take Cormac Bazang a last, I I think got a last, like, against the Bears, but like, they got a goal towards the dying, you know, dying moments of the game. Um, um, to pull them through, so um, 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 yeah, uh, good on the two teams. But you know, uh, mm. congratulations to Sarsfields, and I'm sure there won't be a co milt or whatever they do, or whatever they wrote in Glamour for the next week. And so this should uh, be, you know, enjoyed our celebrations.
2: What are your memories of Teddy? Because like for fellas of a certain vintage like us, like he was like a god. In like the 90s, you go for a high ball and train, you'd show Teddy Mac.
11: Ah uh, um even the way you're describing that you now, Rory, like, you know, yeah. these hairs tingling in the back of my mind. Um my my first abiding memory of Teddy would be as a spectator, say, yeah. either down the Black Rock end or up the city up the city end, you know, um watching Cork play either hurling or football championships. And the thing that really sticks out is um in the parade when the players would go past, you know, either the Blackrock end or the city end, um, um, it, it was mostly the Blackrock end because that's where the Cork supporters would be. Mm. Uh, most players would probably in their zone and fixated, and they'd probably looking known at the growner ahead of him. But Teddy would raise up his fists in front of the crowd <laughs> when the team were turning from yeah, the Blackrock yeah. end, and the crowd would go mental, oh. ballistic, Brilliant. and then that was my memory, like his connection with the fans, you know, and um 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 I would have probably I, I would f- I would feel then that I'd have um indirectly an extra special connection because he was an ex-man by mm. played hearty cup with the man I was fortunate enough to play hearty cup with the man um so um and then when you go through the corridors or when you play and the man feet you're reminded of former players that have wore the famous blue and white that have trained on this ground um guys like Jack Lynch um, Tony Sullivan, Tomas Mulkay, and mm-hmm. Teddy is you know he's in that same conversation um and um and like so. People that were fortunate enough like us to see him playing with Cork, he gave those same like, he displayed those same performances with Sars mm. over the years. Um, I I I remember um, being at uh, nineteen eighty nine. Sars got their county that year but they beat they beat old club in the Piercy in was it a quarter final and we were. Um, I I I wouldn't say we were half free of us to win, but we were expected to win. But my abiding memory of that game was just Teddy just jumping up into the clothes, <laughs> catching ball after it ball, like. Awesome. And um, um, I mean he he's he's skill. It's more so in hurling because in Gaelic football, obviously the size five O'Neills is mm. much bigger. But, you know, you could get your two hands on it. But his skill of going up in the air and even catching the slitter, like, you know. He just used to hang in the air like the Um Oh, he's vertical leap. I'm sure um um you have Cork players now, they have to do a battery of tests now, yeah. you know, as part of their pre season, mid season and end season. And then there's one of the tests there is a vertical leap where you jump off a mat uh and it's like the test your are po I mean, Teddy would have blown that off to the <laughs> you know, chairs, yeah, like, yeah. you know. Um, um. But his vertical leap, you know, off a standing position was like freakish. Um, um, and um, um, it's just the photographs you see around the pubs around Ireland. Yeah. Like, you know, there's one there in particular. Um, they're playing Tipperary, and he's on top of like Cullen shoulders kind of, <laughs> And um, yeah. Um, uh, I'm not sure And this- then this is back in the day, or do you have to like? people have to remember back in there, no one does not overhead pull now. But back then, like you had Hurley's overhead pulling and Teddy going up with his hand. Teddy Teddy wore no helmet, just going up, no fear for his life or anything. And then just like, (laughs) just just purely for the jersey, like, you know, Um, uh, and um, Jesus, like God rest his souls, but we... We live, we live with the great memories that he's left behind, like you know, and um, uh, and then as I said, all of that wouldn't have been lost. And Sarah's gone into the mm-hmm. county final there yesterday, and I'm sure they would have used that as motivation, especially when um, another significant factor yesterday was, I think Middleton had gone five or six points up before, yeah, yeah, yeah. before half time break. And it was the two or three points. I i think it was two points—that they got just before half time. Uh, and mentally, it does make a huge difference, you know, being six points down as opposed to being four or three points down at half time, which is manageable. Um, and um, and I'm sure Teddy's name would have been mentioned at half time. Um, and um, yeah, they were full of running in the second half already. You know, I, um whoever was ahead of their strength and conditioning and fitness you know like hats off because I Mm. thought the running capacity was just off to the chairs. like you know and especially in the second half and if that game had gone any longer they were Mm. like they they, would have they would have ran it out just as hard like you know
2: Is that one of the biggest differences from when you were in your pump I suppose is the strength and conditioning of teams now because you
11: see teams like Limerick they're huge units Oh yeah um Players are more powerful now, um, even more so upper uh, upper body mm-hmm. compared to when we were playing. Um, um, like players in the past, like don't get me wrong, when they were asked to train hard, they they train hard, like you know. Yeah. Um, but there was a different focus on the training. There was more focus on endurance. I'm sure we probably would have had the same endurance as players now. Um but it's breaking through the tackles now. That's where you see it more evident in the strength training. Um, um, uh, and then back then when they were introducing the gym and strength and condition trainings, it was, it was, oh, by the way, lads, get this done in your own time. Some guys would have done it, Some got eyes, just didn't do it. And then I was fine. No, it's, it's 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 ingrained in grain and stone. It's part and parcel of your training week. Like there's no um, do this in your own time. It is part of training, um, as an extra session or two during the week. And um, and then, I mean, when you look at especially the top grade senior teams now in the championship, um, it, it, it's a non-negotiable. In their training, you know, mm. and and I, I uh, and then I, as probably the one, that, that, like, there's many reasons why my own club, Napier, she, you know what I mean, and not upper senior, it's we've we been too late to the party yeah. where other top teams have been doing it for the last five, six, seven years, and players in those clubs have bought, it, you know, bought into it and they see it as an integral, like, kind of building block to the game we're only starting to do it now. Do you know, hopefully we might see the benefits in a couple of years' time, but yeah. like, it's no surprise why we don't see and The likes of Sars are lifting the Sean Og Murphy Cup yesterday. they mean at it, mm. you know, good number of years now. Same with Middleton, Bears, Blackrock. So it's, catch know. up really, I suppose. Oh yeah. Uh, and, um, um, I mean, g- g- gone are the days where if you think meeting twice a week, just doing hurling training is going to yeah. be sufficient to win, not alone the Sean Oog Murphy Cup, but the scenery or the Premier Intermediate, it ain't. You know, it ain't like so. um, um, um yeah, and um, um, I mean. It is another form of training where teammates sit together, so it's a great opportunity to band players more you know um as opposed to, like instead of doing it out in the pitch when you're doing hurling skills or running um physical training in the gym, you can create you know a good band you know yeah. um and um um and i, I like it's it's a it, it's a non negotiable um and i suppose. I th- that is the word, really. Uh, I mean, th- that is the message out there. Um, like, it's it's here to stay as part of your, you know, training regime, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, the sooner teams and clubs buy into that part of, you know, um, um, it, it's not the being and then all, do you know what I mean? But. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to have a good mix of training, and then that, like to have that as part of your program um, gives you a good platform and good template mm-hmm. for success.
1: The Big Red Bench, Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Gork's Red FM.